We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Hello and welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast where we talk about the differences between the legends and canon of the Star Wars universe. I am Teacup, also known as Austin, and I am here with my other host, uh, Ben of Tamaria. Yeah, and so we are here to talk about starships, which I'm all ready to talk about, especially after watching your stream of Squadrons. Right. I have played through the campaign a little bit since then. I still haven't beaten that campaign. I, I don't know why. I need to finish that campaign. Oh, yeah, you should. I mean, it's a pretty good one. I have trouble getting a match in multiplayer. Yeah, I was having that issue. Um, and if anybody is listening or watching yesterday on Labor Day, we did a uh, charity stream for St. Jude uh, Children's Hospital uh, with the Robots Radio Network, the network we're part of. Um, I did a Star Wars Squadron stream at 10 p.m. last night. And yeah, uh, trying to find multiplayer matches in that game is rough. Like, either you play the story or you fight against AI. That's literally the probably the best point of playing that game right now. Yeah, um, it took me about two minutes to find a match. Yeah, and I can't I can't unlock like a ranked fleet match because I'm not level five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also couldn't get a bat. I couldn't get Battlefront to even load a map. Really? Like I would get matched in a battle, but it wouldn't load. Battlefront, I get like into a match almost instant as soon as I hit it. It's insane. Right, I might just need to like reinstall the game because it would like pair me because I love playing co-op. That's my mode in Battlefront 2 is to play co-op. And I tried loading it because I normally just go in, hit play any because I don't care what faction I am or what era I'm playing in. And I get matched up and then it's just forever on like the loading screen. Weird. So I think I just need to reinstall. Yeah, I, I would say I would. Yeah, I would try reinstalling it. But enough of Battlefront and Squadrons. As as we are going still into the uh, Starship uh, theme that we're going on, we are going to be going over the LAAT, which. If no one knows any ship by that name, it is the Republic gunship. That we see in the Clone Wars that the clones normally use. So with that, uh, we are going to start in Legends. So before the Clone Wars, there was an instance in the New Sith Wars where the Adonite forces, I think that's how you say it, uh, used gunships visually similar to an LAAT. They were sometimes carried into battle by a ship that was 
uh, visually similar to a CR-25 troop carrier. Kraya Holt, disguised as a member of the Death Cult, uh, Oridon, uh, cultivated, traveled abroad one of these ships on a mission to Sosaria. Sosaria? Yeah. And that's it. That, that's all we have before the Clone Wars. It is basically, hey, here's a ship. It's very similar to an LAT. Oh, hey, it car- it's, it's carried by another ship, very similar to another ship we know in the Clone Wars. And that's it. That's it. Interesting. And I think it was mostly like a visual thing. Like the new Sith Wars in Legends was mainly either comics or the novels, like a lot of the books. So they kind of just, hey, let's take a ship that we see in the films and tweak it a little. And like, here you go. He's new ship in the new era. Hmm. But then uh, we get to the Clone Wars, uh, an early LAAT design was used by a prisoner transport uh, by the Jedi Order at least 10 years before the Clone Wars, but a more familiar infantry version gained fame as an air assault vehicle during the war. So the LAAT was already in use, but more as a uh, prisoner escort transport vehicle. Then instead, you know, hauling around clone troopers all everywhere because they didn't have clones. Right. Uh, the LAAT was first developed in a military operation at the First Battle of Geonosis in 22 BBY, where six gunships rescued the surviving Jedi from the Petrent. I don't even know how to try and pronounce this. Petraki. Pet- Peronikai. Arena. Under the command of Jedi Master Yoda. Yeah, it's Star Wars. There's a lot of the names that we will like look at and it's like, how the heck do you say this? Though then again, oh. I could say that to Geonosis and like say it perfectly. Yeah, but you know, Geonosis, this is the arena, this is the Attack of the Clones. Yes. When we see the gunships come in and yes. fly in and save. Literally everyone Jedi. and like <laughs> freaking take out so many battle droids mm-hmm. god i love I, I loved using the laat in battlefront one and two like the originals yeah they're pretty good <clears throat> i would just move to control the uh the little green orb yeah kind of thing, the, the and then just right just mm-hmm. right around and you'd just be taking everyone out because that laser is yeah the laser is dangerous Mm-hmm. Uh, the gunships proved valuable for the Republic during the battle, eliminating many hard cell class transports and clearing the battlefield with many separatist armored units, especially hail fire droids, which were providing deadly uh, deadly for the Republic ATTEs, which ATTEs were the like six laid walker um, style tanks, I believe. Big cannon. Yeah, with the big cannon. Uh, flights of the LAAT gunships were attempted uh, to disable and destroy many of the fleeing Yuglohok class core ships on the battlefield during the war. Jedi would occasionally pilot the gunships as demonstrated by Mace Windu at Geonosis and Obi-Wan Kenobi at the Battle of Thrall. Um, 
which I did not know Obi-Wan flew one of those. Uh, infantry gunships saw continued use throughout the war, with many stationed at the Jedi temples on Coruscant. They would prove pivotal at the Republic's many times throughout the brutal conflict, helping win many battles. At some point, the Confederacy unveiled their answer to the LAT, the Me mechanized assault flyer, followed by the HMP droid gunship, uh, both of which matched the LAT. L-A-A-T in terms of firepower. So, that is not true in the games. They do not match Oh yeah, in the game, yeah, no. In game-wise, in game mechanics, the L-A-A-T is far superior than most ships in the entire game at this point. At that point. Well, the HMP droid gunship, that's the one that's got like the weird like It has like the weird the face. Of, yeah, yep. But in the in canon, we might in canon they're ray shielded, which mm -hmm. like, we you keep see that in the Clone Wars cartoon mm -hmm. on the Onderon campaign thing or arc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at some point during the Clone Wars, at least one LAAT was deplo uh, was deployed at the Clone Trooper. Unit that included BL-1707 on Lubang Minor, uh, but ended up stranded there, of which the vehicle was later rediscovered by AB-1ABY. Ultimately remaining Republic LAAT gunships would be assimilated into the Imperial Army with the formation of the Galactic Empire. Eventually, the Empire would phase out the LAAT, for various reasons, replacing them with the MAAT, which I can't remember the top of my head what the MAAT is, but it's another. Oh, I think it's isn't it just the normal standard dropship they have? Maybe the one that like drops the walkers. Possibly. <laughs> There was a dog. I heard him. <laughs> or her. Okay, so the... Yeah, okay, it's the MAAT was... it? Okay, in design, it is very similar to the LAAT. Yes. Uh, during the Clone Wars, many LAAT gunships were customized with uh, special paintwork. The Manulis 10 had a special gunship assigned to them, uh, painted with a blue color scheme, and the vestige, uh, visage of a rancor across the nose of the ship. And if you watch the anime series, so many gunships are customized with war paint. Yes. And it's awesome. Well, and so for all of you who know, um, the clone company that he is talking about is the one that Commander Frodo leads in the original clone force cartoon from like 2005 oh okay yeah, the one that like on when obi-wan's on that planet with the weird bounty hunter who like grows his limbs or stuff or is like made of some kind of sludge or something where they joust in speeder bikes okay yeah, yeah 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 so that's the company that's using this modified it's been so long since I've watched that show. The the 2005. I mean, each episode was like 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, if that. 
in a cut scene, the Bad Batch, they don't have an LAAT, but they paint their ship. And in a cut scene from the Clone Wars, they had a mm. picture of, of, Senator, uh, of a certain... A certain Naboo senator, senator that we know. <laughs> and Naboo Senator in a stereotypical Navy, Army... Old school, like, paint. if you think, um, like, World War Two Navy-style, like, uh, bombshell um style of uh padme yes it's and, hysterical and uh anakin, anakin gets it. pissed he's so mad. <laughs> it's hilarious i know why they took it out but it's hilarious it's you can, yeah you can find you the have, uh like, the raw, yeah you can like, find the, the cut footage stuff. on youtube just type in bad hilarious. batch gunship or bad batch cut ship. yeah uh, so other gunships, some uh, which were also individually named, were painted by Paraka or morale-boosting uh, artwork on the nose of the ship. Some known customized gunships were the Le uh, Lucky Liku, Crumb Bomber, Space Ward Who, Bantha Poodoo, <laughs> Plows Bros, Separatist Nightmare, Bad Kitty, Dooku Boot, and the Bug Stomper. They were also an LAAT, LAAT slash C gunship with a Wampa painted on the nose. And the uh, uh, Plows Bros actually makes a, is in a episode of the Clone Wars animated. Well, it's I'm the pretty wolf sure. Pack. Yeah, the wolf pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wolf pack because that's um, Plows um, company, right? Yeah. And they have like plows bros on the actual gunships and their ships it's great That's hilarious i need more content like that right in my life uh so now we get to the galactic civil war um so early in the galactic civil war a small anti-imperial faction led by former jedi general rom coda found the use of the lat uh, during the attack on imperial forces station on felucia shortly after the inhabitants of the planet were corrupted by the dark side of the force and if that name rings a bell general rom coda is the jedi master that you first fight and then become master uh become an apprentice of in star wars force unleashed is star killers uh first assassination uh first ass uh, jedi assassination and then later coda becomes his master mm-hmm I love those games. He wore his lightsaber on his back. I always thought that was cool. Yes. Uh, later on in the Galactic Civil War, the Rebel Alliance found several disabled yet still functional LAAT gunships. The Alliance used these vehicles to further their cause in overthrowing the Empire. And then, when in use by the Rebels, they were known as either Alliance Assault Craft or Rebel Assault Transports. Other rebel groups not affiliated by the Alliance would also come to rely on the aging military transports like the Janimbi and the Kimonian rebels. Like Kimonian as in like... Kaminoan, yeah. Kaminoan, oh yeah, Kaminoans. Yeah. I did not know the Kaminoans fought against the Empire. Yes, because do you remember the original Battlefront 2 game? You did that mission where you got to play as Boba Fett. Oh, um, you know, that's right. No. I forgot about that. They start churning out more clones. And, and Empire, the Empire did not want to do that. 
No. Uh, also during the Galactic Civil War, an Imperial Storm Commando named Sharky, Sharkil, Sharkil, along with the many other stormtroopers, landed on a canyon on Genesis after a skirmish in the asteroid field with Rogue Squadron. Uh, Sharkil's uh, escape pod landed near an LAAT gunship left over from the Clone Wars. And then the Imperials attacked, uh, were attacked by a B-1 series battle droids, also from the Clone Wars. Uh, Sharkil com- uh, commandeered the LAAT in an attempt to escape the droids. Wedge and Tilly's, who also crashed on Geonosis, fought his way through stormtroopers and droids and was attacked and almost killed by a Sharkil. When he came out of the chaos, the LAT- LAAT was severely damaged when Wedge took control of a E-Web heavy repeating blaster. Swearing revenge on Wedge, Sharkil crashed the LAAT into the canyon wall. So, Wedge had beef with a Stormtrooper Commando. Right, which the repeating blaster he takes is, if you remember, in the on Hoth and Empire, the Stormtroopers wheel out this, like, mounted gun mm-hmm. that's what that's what he used to attack that it's a big blaster that you can use in even the games and it's devastating yes so some of the variants of the lat uh the rothen uh rothena heavy engineering produced a number of lat variants including the LAATC, a carrier gunship compatible delivering walkers and fighter tanks onto the battlefield. The LAATV with deck space for 16 speeder bikes or 8 military land speeders and a command variant commonly used by advanced recon commandos. Interesting. Those are ARC troopers, if you didn't know. Yes, the awesome troopers. Though, Republic commandos in general are... Awesome as well. Bark troopers are great. Uh, some models lacked the bubble turrets on the sides of the deck, or uh, or had painting on the sides instead, such as the Kowakan monkey lizard or Twi'leks. Uh, non-standard paint schemes appeared more frequently on crafts assigned to several elite units, such as arc troopers. On units that uh, had them, the side-mounted bubble turrets were mounted on armatures that normally held forward half of the passenger bay doors as the LATI was equipped with an atmospheric pressure containment shield specifically for use in a vacuum. It was used for various actions and suborbital combat situations and were also boarding missions between carrier vessels and enemy cruisers in outer orbit and deep space battles. So... The LAT, LAAT was actually, you would actually be able to use that in space and then descent onto orbit. Right, but it Which, does not contain a hyperdrive. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. It does not have a hyperdrive. They are only, only for transport. Uh, bubble turrets were fitted into the LAT, LAAT gunships engaged in combat above atmospheric ceiling of planets and in space on numerous occasions. At least one longer-range voyage was undertaken by an LATS during the Clone Wars, with bubble turrets fitted in conjunction with fully enclosing sealed passenger-slash-cargo bay doors. However, the craft 
craft crash-landed after atmospheric entry due to complications with weather conditions. Interesting. So, that's what we got in the Legends part of the LAT. Yeah. Well, let's go to our break. All right. In the canon. Sweet. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Alright, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything that doesn't have to do with the lore, Legends vs. Canon, but does have to do with this podcast. And the first thing I want to do is let you know that we do have a Patreon, and we want to say a special thank you to all of our patrons, and especially welcome our newest patron, Psych88, from uh, as a Sith Lord slash Jedi Master tier patron. Thank you so much for supporting us, and welcome Psych to the patron. So you will be joining us on the patron episode. He also guested last week with us which is funny because last week was supposed to be the patron episode so right i get hey he gets (laughs) got a little early access there but if you want to hear more of psyche is he also is that one of the hosts for the mcu lore cast part of the robots radio network as well yes um and so if you want to sign up for patreon for tears you can find that link uh patreon slash holocron histories you can go there and Sign up and support us at various tiers and do that. We greatly appreciate that. Another great way to support us is to leave ratings on Spotify or reviews on Apple. If you leave us reviews with five stars and war and some words, we will read them out on a future episode of the show. I do not believe we have a review today unless one came in internationally. Nope, I haven't seen new ones yet. Yes. All right. And then the last thing, just real quick middle break, the last thing I want to remind you of is our Discord servers. So you can find us on the Cups Podcasting and More server, where is the server hub for any podcast that I host on or my co-host uh, she cut post on. So that's the Dragon Age Lorecast, the Assassin's Creed Lorecast, this podcast, and our new podcast, the Inheritance Page by Page podcast. Um so you can go there and find out all information about that. You can also find us on the Robots Radio Network Discord, which that's where you can find other Rocket Club podcasts or other podcasts in the Robots Radio Network. So it's the place to be for video game podcasting. You can find yeah. anything from Mass Effect, Elder Scrolls, The Witcher, Cyberpunk, even Sea of Thieves. If you can think it, it more likely will be there. If not, or someone's thinking of it. it. Or you can make one. Yes, You can join the Rocket Club and do it. Uh, The last thing is that you can follow both of us on Twitch. Uh, You can follow this on Twitch for Holocron Histories to get and streaming throughout the week. Various Star Wars games. And you can follow me at Teacup92 where I will be likely streaming an Assassin's Creed game that I'm playing at some point. Maybe some Dragon Age 2. Hey, weren't you streaming Odyssey today? I was streaming Odyssey. I'm supposed to be playing through them in order, but I have gaming ADHD right now. 
<laughs> Fair so, enough. That's happening. So I literally have stared at my gaming library and just <laughs> put it away. That's fair. And just uh, until the new until the new one drops. Yeah, I got I'm waiting for so many new games. Yep. That I just can't I can't Ubisoft Forward is this Saturday. If any uh, anybody know. want to watch it. Yes. The Mirage be will be there it. and then it was reported the Assassin's Creed Infinity game is supposedly gonna have news. Oh. Yeah, Interesting. Was, that was just reported. But anyway, um also I do wanna shout this out. Um <laughs> This since this episode will be out on Thursday, um, you can go to the Robots Radio Discord, and uh, there will be a link for the Saint Jude charity donation that we did uh, for yesterday's stream on Labor Day. So you can help us hit that seven hundred and fifty dollar goal that we have. We're at seven twelve and fifty cents at the current moment. So any donations to help fight cancer will be appreciative, and don't be a Sith about it. Don't ever be a Sith. Exactly. No matter how cool the powers are or the cool black capes, don't be a Sith. Be a Jedi. Help kids. <laughs> yes. Be a Jedi. Help the kids. Well, this is a good point. Jedi help kids. Sith. And don't be an Anakin. So, <laughs> do not be an Anakin. Don't be an Anakin. All right, That's let's it. get back to it. All right. All right, now that we're back and going into the canon of things. So canon, obviously, we only got the Clone Wars. Uh, the LAAT uh, infantry gunships were first developed during the first Battle of Geonosis in 22 BBY. As part of the Grand Army of the Republic, the LAAT gunships were attacked. Uh, attacked the... Pun- we just the said Geonosis this. Arena. Geno- yeah, let's just go with that. Geonosis Arena and rescued Senator Padme Amidala and members of the Jedi Order from Count Dooku. So, Attack of the Clones. Um, the LATI gunships also then saw action against the Separatist Droid Army along uh, alongside low-altitude assault transport carriers and and. ATTE walkers improved instrumental and the infecting heavy damage on the separate destroyed forces. The Battle of Genosis marked the beginning of the Clone Wars, the first large scale galactic war, uh, wide conflict in a millennia. Hmm. As we find that out through the High Republic, there wasn't really wars, there was just skirmishes among pilots. pirates. Uh, anyway, uh, the Republic gunship uh, saw heavy use during the conflict, deploying troops to battlefronts like Teth and Umbra, uh, Umbara. Sorry, uh, during the last days of the war in 19 BBY, the LAAT gunships saw service on numerous worlds, including Kashyyyk and Utapau. And Jedi Masters Mace Windu, Kit Fisto, Agent Kalar, and Sasni Ten. Traveled on LAT gunships to confront Supreme Chancellor Palpatine, who was the Sith Lord Darth Sidious. Uh, their failed attempt to arrest Sidious uh, led to the infection of Order 66 and the transformation of the Galactic Republic to the Empire. I just have to say this. Kit Fisto deserved better. He did. He did. I'm sorry. He was so, like, in the film, he, he gets so one-shotted. Cool. And then you go into the watch him in the animated series. He's like, "Where was this in the film?" 
Right. Like what that what I mean, what he they lasts, do? Like a couple, like a couple parries. Uh, he was like the last. He was the last one to perish before Mace Windu. So he was better than the other two, but still. I, I read somewhere that when he leaps and utters that god awful scream that haunts my nightmares, <clears> it's <throat> like a force power that stuns them, and that's how he's able to cut them down. Oh. <laughs> I, that sounds like a cop out. I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. That sounds like a cop out. They deserve better. Um, so then we get to the Imperial era, uh, which is not really much on the Imperial era of the LAAT. So, following the formation of the Galactic Empire, the remaining assault transports were absorbed into the Imperial Navy. During the Galactic Civil War, some LAATs were used by the Alliance to restore Republic. Uh, against the Imperial garrisons. So, shocker. The rebels literally confiscated LATs and used them against them. Uh, the Wookiees of Kashyyyk Resistance used LAT leftovers from the Clone Wars in defending their homeworld from Imperial uh, sub- uh, subjugation. These particular gunships had wings and missile launchers repainted yellow. All I want to know is why yellow? That, that's all I want to know. Like, why yellow? Who knows? That, that's a Wookiee thing, I guess. Uh, and then by 5 ABY, a more advanced variant of the aging LAT, the low-altitude Imperial transport was in use, one of which was used by the remnant of the Galactic Empire, led by Grand Moff Lorzen Tolruk on Kashyyyk. Hmm. Man. Never heard of this Lorzen. Nope, but. me either. So that's all we have in the Empire Age. So, other than that, uh, we have the characteristics of the LAT. Uh, the load altitude assault transport infantry gunship was a military uh, repulsor craft. Uh, besides serving as an infantry unit, the LAT gunship was also used to provide air-to-ground and air-to-air support for the Republic forces, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the front of the gunship had two double cockpit bubbles where the pilot and the co-pilot gunner sat in a single file and could, u- could be sealed off from the rest of the gunship. A variety of equipment was located in the nose of the craft, including the flight computer and sensors. The LAT gunship was armed with a very mix of complementary weaponry, which could unleash considerable firepower. A pair of the dorsal mass driver missile launchers could fire a vary of ordnance up to a hypersonic velocities and hit targets hiding over the horizon. These were fed by rear-mounted missile belts, which utilized special frictionless material to load the weapons okay that's cool that is pretty cool it targets riding over the horizon that's pretty impressive yeah especially like if you understand like how like bullets work with the curving of the earth like a curving of a planet like Mm -hmm. that's pretty impressive to be able to do that uh four composite beam laser turrets provided in defense against each airborne threats each turret had a variety of Field of rotation, which the composite beam uh, design allowed for precision aiming beyond a turret's physical rotation. Two of these were mounted in the wings and remotely controlled, while the other two extended out of, from the craft and were manually controlled by two gunners. 
um, three anti-personal laser cannon turrets, two mounted in the chin and one in the rear were useful against infantry and other light ground targets. Each could vary them output the laser shot to a maximum of five gigajolts. Uh, lastly, the gunship could carry eight light air-to-air rockets mounted beneath the wings. So it had a pretty significant like firepower. Uh, beneath the surface layer of the superficial armor plating, the LAAT was equipped with an inner layer of powered super diversive armor, which could spread under the impact of empire, em, enemy fire across the entire hull. It could also use laser turrets to shoot down enemy missiles. Nice. And then when uh, faced with overwhelming enemy fire, the gunship could lose its splash shields. In a crash, the LAAT could deploy fire uh, retardant and both the cockpit canopy and the side doors would could be explosively blown off from a loud escape. Additional emergency equipment included medical packs and armor repair kits, collapsible repulsor stretches, inflatable decontamination tents, and an IM-6 Battlefield Medical Drone. Holy crap. They were prepared for literally everything. They really were. A LAAT gunship could carry a full platoon of 30 clone troopers and a manhold. They used the powerful uh, inertia capacitors helped troopers remain standing during their journey. It could also carry up to four speeder bikes. These were deployed from the tail ramp uh, with the rear laser turret providing cover for fire during deployment. The gunship's primarily repulse array was also located at the bottom of the uh, fuelage. Uh, additional altitude control repulsors were mounted in the wings, which, although not designed in aerodynamic lift, also helped it to balance the craft. And then finally, designed significantly, specifically for moving low in, in a planet's atmosphere, the LAT was a at advantage when dogfighting starships below the altitude of mountains as the latter had to sacrifice their conspiracy speed advantage. While not originally designed for it, LAT, LAATs were later modified to allow for short trips to space. In space. And then, some one behind-the-scenes fact. The ship first appeared in the 2002 film Star Wars Attack of the Clones, where it was referred as the Jedi Attack Helicopter in pre-production. Star Wars creator George Lucas used news footage of helicopter-based infantry deployment as in inspiration for the design. The cockpit uh, configuration in particular was inspired by the Russian Mil Mi-24 Hind attack helicopter. Hmm. And that is what we got in the canon. And like this just goes to show like George Lucas did a lot of research with, like, actual war footage mm -hmm. surrounding, like, these films. Like, all the dogfights are based on old World War One, World War Two footage. And then he used a lot of, like, the footage that we got from Vietnam. Yeah. That he did. At that time. So, yeah. It's definitely left a memorable mark on me, especially when I heard the people... Like, I saw the gunships in this theater for the first time. I was like, oh, those are cool. They definitely leave a lasting impression on us. That they did. And it helps that in every game, they're the most, like, awesome ships to fly. At least in ground fights. They are slow, though. They are they slow. They are very slow. <laughs> Playing them in Battlefront 2 in space, 
good luck trying to get across the battlefield by the time you get halfway through you're probably going to be blown to bits oh that just reminds me that gives me triggers from trying to do the uh i don't think it was called conquest uh supremacy that's what it's called the game mode Mm, where you're mm -hmm. like in this all-out warfare yeah i sucked at that (laughs) fair enough yeah i'm not the best of first person shooters anyway so fun stuff all right well if you don't have anything else i think that's we have all we got yeah so next week we will go over another starship it's going to be the I believe i have it as the cr90 corvette which is a very famous corvette in the star wars universe and if yes. you watched my stream last night i blew one up as the empire i know i suck it's the empire but they gave me no choice I blew up the Corvus today. Oh, okay. Wow. So, we're one for one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. We will see you next time. And may the Force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHoloHistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue, and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.